Hello, everybody, and welcome to Animal Wisdom Stories. I'm Miriam Thiel Alberts, and I'm your host for this lovely episode today. And we have a special guest on today, all the way from Los Angeles, Chrissy Wuniosos. And she is here today um, talking to us about surrendering to the infinitive wisdom. So, hello and welcome, Chrissy. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And uh, just to add to this, uh, Chrissy, you're a transformational writer and poet. And this is what we'll be talking about today, about your writing, about a story, a real animal wisdom story that happened to you a while ago. Uh, you're a life coach. You organize meditations and sound baths with horses at the Sapphire Sanctuary and you're a Reiki healer and animal communicator, right? I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds lovely. Um, you have also a little giveaway. So everybody who is listening, stay until the end because there will be a beautiful gift. We are in February. This is the month of love you know, with Valentine's and everything. So there will be a love-filled little gift for you guys. So if you've listened to, to Animal Wisdom Stories before, you know what's coming next, which is a little animal wisdom message. And today we are listening, or I connected to your dog, Chrissy. Uh, yes, you did. Nayla, who... Um, left this world i think it was in december is that right yeah mm -hmm. yeah so she transformed in december she was quite old how old was she uh 17 years old wow wow little white dog that was <laughs> really old <laughs> yeah it's a little uh little white goddess dog that's for sure so um are you excited to hear what Nayla wanted to share i i definitely am i uh, whenever we uh uh, did blessings in our home or other homes uh, while she was with me, she would always come along. It was never something that I, you know, provoked her to do. Mm -hmm. But um, as soon as I lit the sage and the candles, she was right by my side going through the whole house. So I, I wanted to um, request that Nayla provided the message uh, for our interview today. And what I felt was it was so fitting for this um you know the the theme of love a theme of february and valentine's day so um let's just go to the message okay. um i asked Nayla what she wanted to share with us today and this is what Nayla said make an impact with your heart let your heart speak to the world and change it one loving deed at a time Love is the ultimate transformational force, so use it wisely and often. Where I am, love is everywhere, and I'm filled with this beautiful energy. I'm sending you some of this divine love to the world. Close your eyes now and enjoy this beautiful gift from heaven. Have a wonderful day full of beauty, love, and wonder. That's such a beautiful message. Thank you so much for that. I, I just, when I channeled that, I just felt this dog is, 
is just so full of love and like I've never heard I've never had a message like that where an animal says I'm sending you you love from from heaven down to earth I thought it was so special so that's a great great uh, an amazing gift <laughs> um uh she showed us uh, a beautiful gift of her love the day that we left the crematory. Mm -hmm. And as we walked out the door, just before we walked out the door, uh, the woman there that was taking care of the arrangements, she looked up, she said, oh my God, look at the pink light that's coming through the glass door. Right. And we turned around and literally this beautiful just almost like a, a fuchsia pink light was streaming in to the doorway. And when we walked out, the entire sky was this beautiful pink that I've never seen the sky to be. And as we drove away, the light faded almost as quickly as it appeared, but it was present for a few moments that we were bathed in this beautiful, beautiful light. And we knew it was from her. That is quite amazing. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's sort of, I think when we start listening and feeling into the messages of the universe, um, we're starting to receive these and we're starting to, to be able to, to connect with them. Um, that's how, what, what I feel is that, you know, the, the, you need to open up to, um, to the possibility of receiving yeah. these messages. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for, for sharing that. You're very welcome. And thank you for letting me um, communicate with Nela. Mm -hmm. um, this was not your first connection to a soul animal. Um, I know that you, you wrote a story. You are a writer and you, you wrote a story about a very um, amazing and heartwarming and um, wonderful, I don't know any more words to describe it, uh, encounter with a dog uh, mm -hmm. in Hawaii. So uh, tell us what happened. So it all began with a heart-wrenching breakup with my mm -hmm. twins, with my twin soul. Uh, a man that I always knew was coming into my life since I was probably 12 or 13 years old. Okay. But as life does, we take turns and go in different directions. And um, I got married to a different man. And shortly after our separation, um, this man came into my life and I just knew who he was. My soul knew, my heart, my whole body knew. And we had this amazing relationship for probably a year. Mm -hmm. And just before I was to visit him in Hawaii, where he was living for the, at the time, um, he called me probably two or three days before and ended our relationship. Wow. Um, and, but I suppose you had everything organized, all the flight tickets and everything. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> had had a, a great condo that I had reserved for us to stay in. Uh, he'd been staying with a friend, so it gave us some privacy, um, some other arrangements and a rental car, and of course the airline tickets. 
And um, of course, I went into a, a terrible spin of heartbreak. Mm. And until the moment that I finally settled into myself where there was just not, no tears left, mm. um, you start to breathe and mm. you begin to connect with really your true self and the entire, um, the center of the universe, the divine, the, the, the conscious, the great consciousness. And I knew at that time that I was supposed to still make this trip. However, I canceled the hotel um, and I got there and all I had was a rental car. So I changed the little sedan into a Jeep, which was more fun and journeyed off on the island of Maui, uh, just following the whispers of the universe. Um, I didn't know where I was going. And so I trusted that I would be guided. Um, how, how easy was it at that point to trust? Um, I know that you've, you've said before, like falling into your trust, you know, like sort of letting go. Um, I suppose, you know, being in that situation, you didn't know anybody, you know, just flying out there. Um, you know, everything had changed the whole plan. How easy was it for you to, to do this? Or was it like an adventure for you? It was, it was an adventure. Um, once I made the decision that I knew I was supposed to go, I felt it in my soul. I felt it in my heart. My whole body felt it. And, you know, I heard the words in, in my mind, go, go to Hawaii. And, and so I did, <laughs> I was like, nothing's going to stop me now because mm -hmm. if I can get through the kind of heart wrenching heartbreak, I could do anything. And yeah, I, I knew no one in Hawaii. Um, but once I, I arrived there, everyone seemed to be my friend. And, nice. um, I just, I met the most amazing people. Um, the first night that I was there, I slept outside, um, on, uh, at Point Kinu and it's a peninsula mm -hmm. on the way to Hana. And, uh, before nightfall, two couples came, they were doing some night camping and we started talking. They invited me for dinner with them. They gave me blankets to make my bed on the earth you know, comfortable. Um, they were my soul family that mm -hmm. I met there. Um, the following day, so I was there for that night. The following day, I continued. I just, I, I was drawn to continue my journey to Hana. Mm -hmm. And I arrived there early evening. And in Hana town, is a, it's a small, sleepy town. Uh, beautiful, beautiful people, but it's not the it's not the big city where things are going on all night long. Mm -hmm. the The streets kind of roll up around five, six o'clock in the evening, and there's just a few hotels there, and they're very small. There's one big hotel, uh, one very beautiful hotel, and uh, a couple of little bed and breakfast places. At least at that time. 
there wasn't Airbnb at the time. <laughs> and, and mind you, there were uh, cellular phones, but not much cell service um, on the island. And um, uh, the, I, that, that evening, I uh, called a, a couple places. Everybody was booked up. And then I was sitting in a parking lot uh, in front of a condominium, rental condominium complex. And I saw these two women and I could tell that they were contemplating what they were going to do. I had checked the prices for the place. They had one room left and it was over $300. And I, wow. I figured, you know what? I could just sleep in my car tonight. It's, it's, you know, I'm in Hana town. It's a nice little safe community. Um, but something told me to go to these two girls, uh, young women and see if they wanted to split a room for the night. Mm. And, uh, they were, they were in, uh, they were adventurous. In fact, they were two uh, stewardesses from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I mean, this is funny because I used to work as a stewardess, um, you know, a while I know. ago. <laughs> and, I'm and, I, and I remember when we talked, I said, all right, did yeah. you ever go to Maui? Were you, were you the yeah. girl, one of the girls? <laughs> um, they were, they were great. Uh, we, rented the room that night and the following morning um i i went off on my own went and had some breakfast and this little black shepherd mixed dog kind of just showed up mm -hmm. um it was a outdoor breakfast area and um there was just something special about him something almost magical about him mm -hmm. and of course I shared my breakfast with him and, <laughs> um, and I'm sure that he'd been sharing breakfast with all the tourists that happened to be having breakfast there. Um, and just before I left, I, I asked around to see if he belonged to anyone and, and they were like, no, no, he's just, you know, he's the local dog. And I was like, okay. So I kind of invited him along and he, was more than happy to come along and um and that's when it all started happening um you know from the moment that i left los angeles and trusted mm -hmm. um trusted the universe to to guide me um and listened listened to the wind listened to um the calling, how my body was being pulled in what direction and, and here this little character showed up and I knew that we were supposed to be together while I was there. Um, and since we were in Hana and he was a dog, I named him Hana Dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's also the uh, the title of your story, um, which hopefully will be published uh, this year um, or whenever there are enough um, stories about soul mates, uh, soul animals. Um, yeah, so we're publishing the book and we're still looking for some inspiring soul animal stories. So if anybody's listening and uh, feeling called to... Um, write in about uh, 
you know, with the story that they experienced. So um, the Hana dog joined you. Yeah, Hana dog. Um, and, and I realized then, and even more so several years later, about soulmates. I've always known about soulmates. We, most all of us know about soulmates. And I realized this was a soul partnership. Mm-hmm. And I believe with my heart and my soul that soulmates don't just come on two legs. They're not just in mm-hmm. human form. Mm-hmm. Soulmates are soul partners, are animals. Um, they, it, it could be part of nature uh, that we get messages from direction from um, and I also believe that with certain animals we have a soul contract that are that we made before we came to earth before we were incarnated and that we're here to fulfill those contracts with one another and with Hana dog I felt that I felt a kinship mm-hmm with him uh, beyond just being friendly, having a friendly dog to have as a companion. Um, We started doing things together, our time Mm -hmm. there. um, For being an island dog, he would not go in the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) That is is amazing. I mean, first of all, I think it's amazing that a stray dog decides to come and spend the day with you because usually they're not, they, they have their own agenda and they come for the breakfast or come for the food and then, then they disappear. I mean, having a stray dog spending the whole day with you and going to the beach with you, that's, that's quite amazing. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really was. I, we had a good, the first day he would not go in the water. Okay. Um, and what was so interesting was that, Uh, I hopped around from place to place because at the time, like I said, there weren't too many um, available uh, places. There's a couple little bed and breakfasts and there's a, there was a hostel there called Joe's bed and bath. As a matter of fact, it's still there. Mm -hmm. So the following night I stayed at Joe's and when I got up in the morning, Hana dog was at the end of the driveway because he knew he wasn't allowed on the property, Mm -hmm. but I knew that he was waiting for me. So as soon as he saw me, the tail started wagging the body and, uh, and we went off, we went off for breakfast, of course, but then we went off for a hike and that hike of course took us to the beach first. And it, it was during the summertime. So the weather is really beautiful and, you need to get in the water. And so I, I invited him in, he would dodge it like the little pipers on the sand. He would get close to the water, then he'd run back Mm -hmm. close to the water. And then at one point he took the dive kind of almost like that. I took the dive to fly from Los Angeles Mm -hmm. to, to Hawaii, um, without any agenda, um, just fully trusting that it was going to be okay. And it was more than okay. It was the adventure of a lifetime. 
do you think that when we trust, when we let go of our own agenda and we trust that the universe will guide us, is this when the sort of manifestation um, can, can unfold or the adventure can unfold? Do you think that this trusting is actually this sort of uh, the thing? <laughs> I, I, I do believe that. I believe that when we allow um, ourselves to, to be free of our own agenda, mm-hmm. that, and we talked about this before, that it's almost as though the future comes to us into the now. Mm-hmm. And that's the manifestation, is that our needs, whatever they are in things that we couldn't have possibly even imagined to occur, happen for us, for our greatest joy. And that's one of the keys to that manifesting joy in our lives. And it's, I always find it's quite interesting that the the manifestation sometimes, you know, life brings us, you know, what you said, what we need and not what we think we need. You know, it's sort of, um, sometimes you think you need, you know, um, a certain job or a certain material possession or something like that. And, or, a, or even a certain person the, in true, our lives. Very true, yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. sometimes, you know, the life, you know, life can have a different idea about that. I know it sounds a little bit crazy or strange, but... Um, I find that the best manifestations in my life come when I don't think about it, when I just kind of let it happen. And this is something really strange at the moment. I'm having this connection to one of the supermarkets or there are two supermarkets where I live and they have specials on, you know, sometimes they sell different things. And the thing is, you know, I don't know what, what their specials are going to be but they're always what I need. So, <laughs> so um, and this is, you know, it's become like this little game for me. I was I, just, I, those were the words I was going to say. It's like a really fun game. Yes. It, it's like, okay, surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it it's, it's like little things. Um, my dog is a little bit afraid of these Nordic walking sticks. I don't know whether you've seen them or you, you, have you got them in the States? Mm-hmm. These, yeah, I think they're yeah. not stupid, actually. Um, a little bit, you know. Anyway, so my dog is really afraid of them. And we have this, like, groups, and they go together. And there's, like, 20, 30 people walking with these sticks. And, uh, <laughs> it sounds a little ominous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I had this thought, I want to buy these sticks so that I can train my dog that it's okay. You know, it's not, not nobody is going to hit you with a stick, hit him with the sticks right. or something like that. But I didn't want to spend a lot of money because this is not like the sport that I want to do. Um, so anyway, out of the blue, you know, <laughs> a couple of days later, I think it was only literally two days later, the supermarket is having a special on for like $10. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay. And, and, and how is it that the supermarket would even bother carrying those things? <laughs> you know, they have, yeah, I know, but they have these like little special, yeah. they, they sell like 
you know, different things. So, um, yeah. So it's, it's, you know, what is it? It's sort of sending the, the information or sending the desire. Does it, yeah. Or it's, wish or something. Yeah. And then it's, yeah, it's, letting go. it's a desire. It's a desire. You, you feel it and you feel it as though it's already part of your life. And so you feel the excitement of it, even if it's, right. you know, a walking stick, it's like, Ooh, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and, and then you do kind of just let it out of your mind, let it out of your heart and trust, trust that if that's, what's going to come into your life, that is going to come into your life. If it's not, that's okay too. Yeah. And that's, I think one of the keys is that we have to be okay if something doesn't right. turn out the way we wish that it would turn out or we want it to turn out. Um, because something that does come into our life is going to bring some sense of joy. It could be just like, Ooh, that that's really great. Or it could be, Oh my God, joy. Mm. It could be that, that almost it's not overwhelming because that has kind of a negative connotation. It's an immersion of joy that the kind that you feel when you see something really beautiful, it just mm -hmm. bathes you in this feeling and this sensation um, and like I said, it has all different levels of it, but if we can trust and, you know, I practice this all the time. Sometimes I'm better at it than other times. And, um, and sometimes I'm terrible at it and I go back to, okay, you know what? I don't know everything mm. that's best for me. I think I do this is what I want in my life mm -hmm. and I'm going to allow it to come in in whatever form is going right. to serve my highest good right. and is going to bring me joy. And that's what I can go back to. What, what do you do? I mean, what are the sort of active steps, you know, um, in this sort of manifestation process? Because I always um, kind of struggle with this because, you know, we all manifest. And I'm, I'm, very, Absolutely. I'm, I'm very sure about that. But when it comes to making this conscious, you know, this process, it's, for me, it's very hard. You know, what actually happens? You know, I have this idea or maybe, you know, how do you do it? What, what are your steps to manifest? Okay. <laughs> I, told, I told you this about a month ago that you're an amazing manifester. You have an idea and within sometimes a very short period of time it just flows into your life and for me um sometimes i write it out mm -hmm. but then i set it aside i just i right. just set it aside because that's that disconnecting from the want right and um and other times it's just something in my mind but if I could bring it from my mind into my heart mm -hmm. 
and then let it go. Basically, almost visualizing the the image of my desire in my mind, bringing that image into my heart, and then letting it flow out of my heart. And it goes out into the atmosphere. And I don't have any hold on it any longer, any necessarily conscious hold. It right. still has my desire attached to it, my vibration, mm-hmm. those frequencies, and then it goes out for the perfect match. And right. the perfect match is known through my higher consciousness, my Godhead, uh, the divine consciousness, the, you know, the infinite wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have learned over and over to trust that right. what's coming back to me is even better than I could have possibly imagined. Um, and that's what I believe. That's, and I think that's part of it too, is, is believing that there's so many levels of our being mm. and, but it's all working in unison. Um, it's like a symphony. Mm. There's a lot of different instruments but they come together and play this beautiful music that soothes people's souls or lifts their hearts up or makes you cry um, out of joy or something that hits you in your heart that reminds you of something, uh, a loss. Um, But I do believe that that's what occurs is, and that's my process is either writing it out and setting it aside. And it's funny because I'll go back through some of my journals and I'm like, Oh, Oh my God, look at that. That happened. (laughs) This happened. And, um, and it wasn't exactly how I probably thought I wanted it to happen at the time, but it happened in a way that made me feel good. And that was, that was a major key uh, to my trip in Hawaii uh, was the message that I received at the end of my trip. Okay. What did you receive? Well, I wanted to go back to just that time with Hana dog. Right. Uh, I spent several days there in Hana and, and like I was saying each day mm-hmm. um, he would show up wherever I was. And probably the, the third night I stayed somewhere and invited him in and he slept um, in the room with me, uh, the same thing the following night. And then the last night before I was to leave, so I was in Hana for five days. Mm-hmm. And we hiked, we did all sorts of, you know, journeys together. And um, the, the night um, before I was to leave back to Los Angeles, <clears throat> I invited him into the room. You know, we had dinner. Um, I had snacks still for him and, uh, he didn't want to come in that, that evening. And, and I, you know, of course he has free will. So I was like, okay, well maybe just wants to spend the night, the night outside. And, um, um, so I was okay with that because again, it's acceptance. That's another key (laughs) acceptance Mm -hmm. and, uh, went to sleep. But that night, of course, I was trying to figure out in my head again, um, 
what I was going to do, how, I, how was I going to be able to adopt him and bring him back to Los Angeles with me mm -hmm. because he'd become such a integral part of my life while I was mm -hmm. there showing up out of, you know, almost nowhere. And then being my companion, my partner in a lot of trials that I went through while I was there <clears throat> and, and then helping each other, helping him overcome certain fears of his. Yeah. How did, you, how did you feel? I mean, because you, you started this journey in a sort of, you know, in a sad place, maybe, or you like turmoil. So how did that dog change, yeah, your feeling or the situation? He was, um, he was, he was part of, it was almost like a, a layered cake. And he was another layer. He was, you know, the final layer of my cake while I was in Hawaii. Um, you know, there was a sweetness that was added to my life uh, while I was there. And, and he brought that and I just fell so deeply in love with him mm. and felt that um, mutual uh, partner partnership, that soul connection with mm. him. And I wasn't talking to animals at that time, at least consciously mm -hmm. um, communicating, although I feel like I was doing that ever since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, and I never thought that we couldn't until, you know, you go into becoming a teenager and right. you people tell you you can't or that's crazy or it's embarrassing that you would say something like that. But um um, at that time, I, it was more of intuitive communication. Right. Um, so it was more feeling. And, um, but I, that, that night, um, you know, going through how can I do this? Who can I call? Mm -hmm. What, what, uh, you know, organization can help me with this? And again, we didn't have the internet, so there were no computers right. that you could just access your Google right away. Um, I had to wait till the morning. And in the morning, I expected him to be at my door, just like he was the last five mornings. And uh, he wasn't. Mm. And I thought that was odd. And uh, so I went back to... The little restaurant, the main restaurant in town, um, the Honda Ranch uh, Hotel um, and restaurant. And um, I looked for him there. I talked to people there. You know, have you seen him? And the locals, and they're like, no, no, we haven't seen him, but I thought he was with you. And um, because everybody's really friendly there, you kind of get to know people uh, when there's only like two places to eat and it's a small mm -hmm. town. <laughs> And I went back to my, my room and packed the car, still looking for him, um, you know, looking over my shoulder. Oh, did he come? Yeah, did he come? And then there was a moment that everything became still. I became still. And I realized that he was part of the continuing theme of letting go and trusting mm. and that he was there for me while I was there in Hana. Right. 
And so again, it was letting go. And I did. Um, I drove away Mm. and took a different route than normal. I went uh, around the backside of the island. And as I was driving, I came across um, a cemetery. It looked very old and I love old cemeteries. Uh, I find beauty in cemeteries because uh, um, you've never known a person who's gone to visit somebody that they hated there. There's so (laughs) much love in a cemetery. And uh, so I, I got off the highway and because I was drawn, I, again, it was a matter of listening, listening mm-hmm. with my heart and not just my mind. Mm. Everything's got to work together. Your heart and your mind have to be, a, you know, a team together mm. uh, for, for the cause, which is you and your joy. And um, so I got there, was just meandering around looking at different headstones, but I just kept feeling drawn closer into the center of the cemetery. It was all outdoors. And, um, and I came up to this one headstone and the inscription read life was meant to be joyous. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that was the other key message that I was supposed to find while I was there. And of course I just, uh, the water work started. I just, because I knew Mm. it it just resonated so deeply with my entire being. And I just, you know, I just sat there on my knees and just wept for a while, just filled with the love of the divine consciousness. It was everything and everyone that I ever loved mm. and more. But do you feel that maybe before you went to, to Hawaii, was there in your, in your life in Los Angeles, um, was there maybe not enough joy or maybe were you concentrating on different things or did you, was, it, was there a lack of, of you know, making sure that you had enough joy in your life? No, it was um, because the relationship that I had with this man was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, uh, and still do, I had a beautiful baby girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was only two, three years old at the time. Um, so, you know, I was going through life and I felt great joy while I was with him. Right. But then it was the rug got pulled out from under my feet and, and it was, it was a, I mean, it was a major heartbreak. And and so it was that I was being led back to my soul space, my soul space being joy. Right. And being joyous, um, which is not dependent on one person, but correct. You're being, uh, you're feeling joy or you're being joyous because, because you exist and because exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is yeah. beautiful yeah. because I think that going through life, we sometimes 
make this sort of um, our joy and our happiness dependent on um, circumstances and things and you know as you said earlier people and and so if this happens or yeah and even I'm animals <laughs> yeah, even yeah animals. or even yeah. even animals or yeah. um but um yeah yeah so it was really sad leaving um hana dog behind but i knew that it was in perfect divine order and i was okay with that um and that was part of the the whole lesson was letting go of something so much I mean, that you love so much, being able to let go because that was, everything's in a, um, a transient state, you know, we're constantly in motion, we're energy, so we're constantly moving, and sometimes we do get stagnant or stuck, and, um, and part of that, in order to get out of that, is just sometimes it's just one little baby step or it's mm. a flood of tears or it's just being quiet enough within yourself to really hear what your next step is. Right. And I think um, that is really, that is sort of one of the keys that I always um, see or, or feel this receiving the messages um knowing where the next step is you know when you were describing being pulled into a different you know in a in a certain direction being pulled to talk to to these these girls or mm-hmm. and this is what we often don't hear and we don't sense and because we're just so surrounded by you know information and um you know shoulds and shouldn'ts mm-hmm. and overload you know energy overload and um you know for me animal communication is like you know as well as meditation and all that it's, it's one step back to opening up our senses to receive these sort of um this guidance because mm-hmm. if we're so busy shutting our senses down and making sure that we're not getting too many sort of uh, stimuli then um we can't receive this guidance and so um yeah i think this when we start connecting when we when and you know when we let this happen when we trust that that this is okay because i think there's also an element of trust you know opening your your senses opening your heart which is mm-hmm. that kind of yeah it can be it, and it's taking a chance right it's it is. It's taking a chance uh, because taking a chance isn't. Um, it, it's. It, it isn't something that we need to fear. Um, mm-hmm. Talking to strangers, um, sense that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're all here doing the same thing. Um, some people appear to be doing it better but they have their struggles um but they're still people and we can still reach out in the same thing with animals animals mm. have this immense ability to help us connect right. with our true selves and and with our heart <clears throat> you know and uh it it's you know, it could be a domestic, <clears throat> excuse me, it could be a domestic animal. 
It could also be a wild animal. It yeah. could be a bird, yeah. uh, you know, flying, you know, at the beach um, or a crow. We have some, I've had that experience as well nice. where something recent uh, when my ex-husband passed right. and, um, and I received this uh, just a, a beautiful message from a bird mm-hmm. and and it was him speaking communicating through that bird and that was you know I'm a free bird now right uh, and uh but yeah that's it is it's about trust it's about taking a chance mm. and it could be ever so slight it doesn't have to be a big chance mm. but it's trusting that you're being guided to a, a beautiful re- a resolution. Yeah. And what I always think in that, um, what's really important as well is that we trust our own, own journey. Um, because sometimes, you know, we look at outside, you know, the world around us and we think sure. this is how our journey should look like. This is what, you know, I need to, to encounter. And maybe, you know, with the manifesting, it's something completely different. You, you don't, you might not need the big mansion because this is not something that you need to learn, but mm-hmm. your journey in, incorporates, you know, the, the stray dog that was very important to you and that opened something in your heart and that made you see or, you know, made you mm-hmm. kind of follow your yeah. heart. Yeah, he compounded. He was, he knew, he was a constant reminder of that lesson about being open and being, um, being ready to let go, and right. knowing that it's all okay um, to let go. That you don't have to have everything that comes into your life. <laughs> you know, we don't have to possess everything that comes into our life. Uh, maybe it's just for uh, five days. Um, maybe it's for a lifetime. (laughs) That is actually, that is quite beautiful because, um, I sometimes feel that we hold on to things a lot, um, whether they're, they're material possessions or, you know, people or animals. Relationships. Yeah, sure. And it's. And and animals. And it's really sometimes you're so true. You're so right. This is so true that um, the learning can occur in a day or in a month or in a year or in a lifetime. But mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because time is, is, is not important. What is important is, you know, you, you talked about the soul contract as well. What lesson you can take from that encounter? Well, um, there were, there were very... Um, sort of silly things that, uh, that we, uh, overcame, uh, helped each other (laughs) overcome. And so it doesn't have to be this big dramatic experience. Um, I mean, part of the, the letting go and knowing that he was supposed to stay on the Island, um, that was bigger, but the other things that we did, uh, were very, um, almost, you know, just regular mundane sort of little intrinsic fears that I may have had. I, I had always had a fear of stepping into a pool of water that I couldn't see at the bottom. Right. 
And uh, he just, you know, went just bravely right through the water and sat in it. And I was like, oh my God, what if there's an eel in there or something? Right. Um, but there wasn't. And because he trusted, mm-hmm. he trusted. And so I was like, okay, well, if you could do it, I could do it. So the next pool of water that we encountered, I was like, I'm going to just do this. And it felt amazing. <laughs> I was like, yay. Right. Almost like, you know, crossing the finish line in first position. Um, so there were silly things like that. And there was a, a very interesting lesson as we went on this hike to Fagan Mountain, uh, Fagan Hill, uh, which you would think a hill isn't like a big deal to hike up, but once you start hiking and you're like, oh my God, is this ever going to end? Right. Um, he, we started together. Um, and about a third of the way up, he turned around and went back down <laughs> to the bottom of the hill. And, uh, and so I was like, what? I, I thought you were going to stay with me. But I realized that that was, quote unquote, my hill right. to climb. And that was part of the physical release of the pain because it was painful hiking up a pretty steep um, hill that I've since learned um, can be the size of mountains. And that one is. Um, And, uh, but I also knew, so there was, um, there was always some sort of little uh, comical lesson or a comical message in the things that I went through once I arrived um, in Hawaii. Wasn't comical in Los Angeles um, by any means, but um, there was always some little, it's almost like the universe is a little jokester. And (laughs) yeah, so um, yeah, so the first night here I was sleeping out under a billion stars in the sky because that's where I wanted to sleep. And at about 1.30 or 2 o'clock in the morning, there was a major downpour. So again, (laughs) you know, running into my little Jeep and uh, bundling up um, and, you know, spending the rest of the night in my car. Um, But it was just, it was, it was, don't take yourself so serious. Right. Was part of the message that was there is life is meant to be joyous. Have a little fun. Yeah. There are times to be, serious and really focused on mm. you know a situation but we can't forget or we shouldn't forget um that life was meant to be joyous so we need to bring that in back into our lives and you know the antics of that dog of hana dog who you know i held you know in my heart um for many years and subsequently has returned in my life three times, I, twice more. Um, oh, yeah, because what happened when you came home? <clears throat> Something so happened re- after, <clears throat> after you. Oh, yeah. Right? So I returned to Los Angeles, and about two or three months later, we had, my daughter and I had another beautiful dog, and um, I was trying we were driving away, going off to work to take her to daycare and all that good stuff. And I'd forgotten something. And I turned around, went back up the half a block that I had driven. And I saw this little black shepherd mix dog in my yard, my fenced yard. And I was like, what? 
is this? <laughs> and uh, after, you know, some time, he became part of our family. And I knew, I knew when I saw him, it was, you know, it took a second look because I was like, how in the world could Honda Dog be in my, in my yard? Wow. Um, he lives in Hawaii. Um, and I'm in Los Angeles now, but, uh, yeah. And I could feel it. I felt his energy and that's another part of that soul partnership, that soul family. You feel that familiarity with those people, um, or those animals, um, whatever beings you can feel it with a tree and, Mm. um, and, uh, he lived with us, uh, until he passed away after a couple of years um, and, um, you know, I, that was many, many years ago. And since then, uh, we've encountered other animals that have come into our lives. And, uh, most recently Oliver, um, who was another, just a heart of my heart, mm-hmm. uh, little dog. And he passed two years ago. And then recently with Nayla um, in December. And um, just before, a couple months before she passed, I had uh, visited a a dog rescue here, the Brittany Foundation um, here in California, and met this dog. Um, I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to get another little dog. I had two little dogs, Mm -hmm. most recent big dogs all the other times. And, um, so I went around with my friend and, you know, didn't connect with any of the little dogs there. They're all cute, but no soul connection. And I, that's what I wanted is a soul connection. And we went to where the larger dogs are. <clears throat> and uh, I saw this little black shepherd mixed dog <laughs> <clears throat> um, in uh, one of the pens with this other beautiful um uh, a Sheltie um, dog. And that's who I was initially attracted to was his partner was Mickey. And, but then once I got into their kennel with them, is is it really beautiful? I mean, really big kennels where they've got a lot of room um, to, to roam around. And I connected with this dog, this black dog. And I looked in his eyes and I just immediately fell in love and um, it was really hard to not take him home that day, but mm. I wanted to provide Nayla with right. you know every ounce of myself um, because I knew it wasn't going to be too much longer mm. um, that she was going to be sticking around here on earth. And uh, about a month after she passed away, I was like, I have to go get him. And I went back. I had, I visited with him uh, once before, um, you know, in between. And so this was my third time up to see him. And uh, that was it. I was like, okay, you you know, because the time before when I left, he looked at me and his look on his face and in his eyes said, I thought you were taking me home today. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry, but I just need like another week. I'm, yeah. And I did, I, I, when I went home that night, 
I was like, oh my God, I want to go get him now. But of course it was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Um, so that following like three, four days later, I called, it was, um, it was time to go get him and everything worked out and I brought him home and, um, his name is Nalu, mm-hmm. which means ocean in Hawaiian. Uh, it also means to go with the flow. And, that is beautiful. And uh, that's, that's what he reminds me to do. And so is this something that you, you brought back from Hawaii, going with the flow? Um, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, and it started with, um, um, you know, my twin flame who had made a soul contract with me before yeah. I could consciously understand that, that was probably one of the hardest things that he had to do. Mm. Um, but he had made that commitment as well um, at a soul level to do, you know, to come into my life when he was, when he did and then to leave in order for me to deeply understand and to learn trust and letting go. Because in a way, if that breakup wouldn't have happened, you wouldn't have had this magical experience. That's right. It would have been a different, it would have been a different, you know, experience. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It would have been, I'm sure it would have been a beautiful trip. You know, there's no bad trip when you go to Hawaii, (laughs) Um, but yeah, it would have been completely different. And I, and I do believe that um, we evolve spiritually and um, developmentally Mm. uh, through these experiences. Right. If we allow ourselves to. Right. Um, And that you know, these encounters with our twin souls, with our twin flames, with uh, these beautiful animal um, soulmates, uh, these partnerships, we could really um, assimilate and absorb uh, these beautiful uh, transformations in our lives. That is really nice and beautiful. And I feel just basically very calm and inspired by you i mean it's a, this is a true animal wisdom story this is this is like um what i had in mind you know when i when i set up this this uh, uh radio show um is what can we learn from from animals and from the encounter with animals and i mm-hmm. think your story um just describes this so well that you know the transformation or the sort of you know evolving of a situation letting go and you know inviting something into your life so um i think it's it's very beautiful and i'm really happy that that you shared this this story with us today thank you for inviting me and it's it's all about love it's (laughs) it's it's all about love and uh you know, this is what Naila said. And uh, mm-hmm. basically, you know, Hannah Dog was showing you this as well. It's about joy and it's about love and it's about connection. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he was uh, um, 
you know, and third time's a charm, you know, <laughs> he's come this, you know, this loving soul dog has come to me in my life three times now. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. And I just know I, you know, I look at Nalu um, or he'll look at me and I just know. And um, we actually do like visualizations of Hawaii, uh, Hawaii. together. Okay. Uh, yeah. So we share those picture images um, of going down to the beach and mm. going in the ocean and hiking and going through those little pools of water that I was afraid of. And he's like, God, I can't even believe you didn't go in them. <laughs> um, but, but there was, but at the same time, there's no judgment, which mm. is um, a real important element, I think, in um, when we're looking at our relationships with um, animals. So there's no judgment. They, they might poke at you, but it's, it's just all, uh, loving fun it's mm. never harmful ever this is this has been really nice and really um yeah very soul um i don't know awakening connecting i don't know i, mm. I don't have any words thank you <laughs> this has been very nice well i want to um you know maybe you can tell us a little bit about your giveaway Sure, sure. Um, Another little gift that we have. <laughs> yeah. So I have uh, been um, working on a, well, I've written poetry probably since I was 10 years old. Um, and I'm finally uh, putting into book form. Mm -hmm. And the first volume, it's called uh, Poetry Box. Mm -hmm. Volume one mm -hmm. uh, is, is about love. Um, human relationships and, and transformations. Um, so as my gift on this month of love, I <laughs> uh, want to uh, gift you know, each person with an electronic copy of my very first uh, poetry book. And also uh, by sending me the, their email, um, I will, uh, share parts of the second volume, which is all about animals, a poetry that has been inspired by the animals that have come in my life or that I've observed in other people's lives. How can people get this wonderful gift? <laughs> so if you email me at, um, uh, moonstone and Oliver, at gmail.com mm -hmm. um, and just say that you are part of this beautiful uh, animal communication show that Mary has put together and shares with the world. Um, I will be more than happy to get a copy. Um, the book is launching on February the 14th on Valentine's oh, Day. How wonderful. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a, a you know, self-published book because it just it's time. Nice. It's time for, nice. for that to go out. And that was part of, uh, you know, taking a chance, being vulnerable and just letting my work of very many years um, go out. And maybe it'll um, touch somebody's life that it might inspire um, or maybe tend to a, a tender heart or bring joy to a situation that doesn't feel so joyful. 
That is absolutely beautiful. I am so looking forward to reading your poetry box. I will be Thank signing you. up. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that leaves me basically. We have a little gift at the end. Um, you will be leading us in a short meditation. So um, what, what we'll do is we'll sort of close down the, um, the interview stage, the um, you know, down. So if you're, if you're driving, if you're doing something where you need to be awake, please do not listen to the meditation, <laughs> especially with driving. Just go back when you have time to, to, um, to relax and uh, be calm and everything and do the meditation later. So um, I want to thank you, um, Chrissy. It was wonderful talking to you. It was so beautiful. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for Naila for uh, sharing the love and uh, thank you, which I didn't say at the beginning, but uh, Paul Luftenegger for the beautiful music for the show. Uh, thank you so much for that. So check out his music. It's very heart touching and just beautiful and animals love his music. This is really interesting. Um, yeah. So with this, you ready for a little meditation? Yeah, and thank you, Miriam. Really, uh, I appreciate you inviting me on the show and um, allowing me to share a story that um, is real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and beautiful. And so you will be, the story will be published uh, in one of your books as well? Uh, yeah, the, um, the Hana book, the Hana dog right. story is uh, just at the, uh, that's a short part of the overall book, uh, Naked Among the Stars. Right, right. Uh, which will, might come out at the end of the year. Okay, okay. It's still a work in progress. And it will be in Soul Animals. And as I said, if you still have a story that you would like to share, you listeners, you beautiful listeners, um, send me an email and uh, you might be picked to uh, contribute to this beautiful book. So let's do some meditation. Okay, so everybody uh, take a deep breath, inhale, and hold it for just a moment and exhale. And the next breath that you take, take that into your heart center. Breathing in, beautiful, beautiful breath and releasing it again from your heart. Then we're gonna start with just the center of your forehead where your third eye would be. And all your thoughts, bring them to that, that point in your forehead. And then bring all those thoughts and sensations and feelings down to your heart. And breathe in a beautiful pink light in your heart. And inhale, and then exhale all of those thoughts. And think of this, to welcome yourself home. Welcome home today, welcome home yesterday, and welcome home tomorrow. Begin this journey by releasing any sorrow, whether it's in your body, let it go. Release it with willingness. Release it to the deep dream world. 
Release all the desires that you cannot control. Release all those that you've conjured a hold. Release forgiveness because none is required. And release all that no longer resonates for your greatest good. And breathe in now joy. Breathe in your greatest happiness. Whatever that looks like, whatever that means to you. Think of song, songbirds, whether they're outside your window or on a walk. Think of beautiful music that soothes your soul and allow that to lighten your load. And in all of this, allow the universe to enfold and embrace you with love, with joy, and peace. Every cell in your body is building strength. Every breath is bringing harmony to your mind, your body, and your soul. Take another deep breath in. And exhale. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chrissy. And um, thank you, everybody, for listening to Animal Wisdom Stories. And um, thank you again. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.